sides of people. You're seeing their attempt at being a better person. And you're also seeing them in fear of who they don't want to be at the same time. If that makes sense. It does. It can right? be a, yeah, it can be a little uh, controversial at times, I guess. Uh, but not necessarily controversial. I just mean that the human dynamic, somebody there pitting themselves against themselves at the same time uh, can be, you know, it can be interesting to watch. Have you ever watched somebody quit? Yeah, well, a couple of times I've watched people quit before they even started. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like uh, they would come to me and tell me all these things that they wanted to do. And then they would tell me why it hasn't worked and why it won't work. And I'm like, well, there's, there's your number one thing right there. You're focusing on the why not. So I like that they give you the reason they can't do something when they give you something. Like, it's already prepared. They will give you a no-way-out scenario. I am the person that you can't solve. I've done the right things. I'm just overweight and sluggish now. Some people, like... They, they think that's going to fly. Some people do um, think that's going to fly, though, because, I mean, like, they come to a trainer, a lot of them, like, that's their last hope to to finally, like, make this this big break, like, if you're not very confident with maybe your self-image, so you're not confident with your self-image, like you're not going to want to go into a gym with all these people working on their self-image. Like, so it, it's actually a really big barrier to go to a trainer. And so I feel like that's one of their last stops. And so they kind of like, they open up to you with all these things that have all these doubts in their mind. Because they've know? exercised all the other avenues and approaches to what they're trying to accomplish. So you're getting them on their knees. You're not getting them at the beginning of their journey. You're getting it at the end, which arguably I would think that we should probably just start with trainer rather than go the other direction and work our way down to I don't think that's how it works. It's definitely like training is uh, definitely like preventative maintenance like it's almost like a an oil change for your car like if you run your car with no oil change no oil change like eventually that that car is going to break down but you know, your body's the same way we were talking earlier about you know the phenomenon of well you're saying running out of oil or not you know checking your oil or whatever while you're working on yourself um but we won't pay attention to ourselves under any circumstances and we need that third party to give us that intervention and tell us what is a mental limitation versus a physical limitation because we will lie to ourselves we will actually run up our heart rate and use our heart rate as an excuse for why we shouldn't go any further when in reality, we need that heart rate in order to get better. You have to have that third person there to say, you know what? You can lift more. I'm watching you. You don't trust yourself yet, but I can see it. You're not going to give yourself an attaboy because that's more work. Who the f wants to put more work on their plate? Nobody. Like, hey, I feel great. Give me more. No. They want to be good at the baseline minimum. Right, right, because it usually takes a baseline effort, but, like, that baseline effort doesn't really get you too many changes, so you never get to reap the benefits of change. So you kind of get stuck in this limbo or this loop. So, and, I mean, it doesn't go to say, like, everyone comes to you at, like, their weakest points. Like, some people really do, like, they're at their top game. Like, they've been training for two years, and the, now they've hit a plateau, but they're still in the best shape of their life. Like, those still people still come to you. Yeah. Those people still come to you, too. Um, so instead of, like, rebuilding, like, those people, you get to tweak. Once you, know? you reach that point, the most infinitesimal gains can become the biggest ones because you're at such a peak. You don't get to gain 50 pounds in your bench when you're benching 350 between right. month to month. You gain 5, 10 pounds tops, 15 pounds if you're fucking lucky. Maybe. Right? You yeah. get to a point where, guess what? Your human physique doesn't allow you to do more than what you have. 
Right. And that's kind of like usually like when you're rebuilding someone like you're rebuilding not only their physical, but like their mentality as well. Like they need a routine that is that is for, for them. Like Americans work way too freaking hard, dude. Like we have no time for ourselves. So like these people get in these ruts. But like the person that you're going to like fine tune and critique just a little bit to maybe get that five extra pounds a month. Like, those are the people that are in their routine. So you might not have to coach them on the mentality aspect as much, but they still need you just as much, like, physically-wise and doing, like, the critique math and saying, hey, bro, like, slap them on the ass. Just like, <laughs> you can do it. Like, get under the bar and lift the weight. Dude, everybody needs a good slap on the ass every now and then. Like, a slap on the ass is underrated. Like, it can't be, like, your weight, you know, your waiter or something, but... <laughs> true can't be a sexual assault but a good ass slap every now and then makes you feel like you did something good you're part of a team like it, you know what i mean like get in there it does it perks someone up every single time like you've never seen someone not react to an ass slap it's always like oh like, hello <laughs> unless it's like some dirty old man at hooters like you, you're still <laughs> jumping still you're still jumping yeah Why is man we are awfully jumpy about our rear end like even if you sit and there's something there by accident that you didn't see, you'll turn into a backwards crab not to put your weight down on your ass. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, people become acrobats the moment they think they're going to sit on something that is uncomfortable. <laughs> that's why God made it the strongest muscle in your body. Or that's why it is just, in general, the strongest muscle in oh, your is body. The, is the gluteus maximus called that because it is the strongest muscle? Well, you have a gluteus a, maximus, medius, and minimus. So you have three huge mm, muscles back yeah, there. Yeah, dude. White I dudes just, all have minimus. <laughs> <laughs> no maximus asses here. Except for Bobby Maximus, former guest. Love him. Oh, oh, there you go. He's he's probably I, got a maximus ass. I can't say that I've ever... I haven't looked I've either, ever but... Looked. He did pick up... Uh, so Bobby Maximus, he did pick up a rower today at his studio. See, and that's pretty cool. I was going to repost it, but... A fucking rower, like, a yeah. rower, like a concept for. How do you compete with shit like that when the dude next to you, like I'm using the equipment and sweating, and he's tossing it around like it's a fucking toy with one hand. Oh no, <laughs> I love Bobby. He's, yeah, he's so cool. fucking motivating. Like his groups, his threads, all that stuff. He's always on. He's the real deal. He is. He kind of makes you feel like a little bee for like not totally pursuing and like crushing your goals. But at the same time, it's in a motivating way. It doesn't like crush you or demote you to where you don't want to do it. You're like, all right, That's like, a real thing. let's go. I need to do better or I can do. That's a real thing. You can you can be demotivated by the motivator. Yeah. Like I've seriously dealt with that on many occasions where the person that is giving you the motivation isn't doing it for you they're doing it so people can see them motivating you that's not the same person and i know you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. the person that changes their voice when they're telling you to do it all right now come on one more <laughs> one more like if you were saying one more a minute ago the one more is the one that's not real stop right. doing that you look like a fucking idiot this is demotivating i don't even know who you are Stop growling at me. Let's just talk like normal humans and work out. Yeah, I, I don't think as a trainer I ever let that that growl out. Though, but you've her. seen it, yeah. right? Some so. people get into it and they're not even themselves. I I think I've actually been like pretty fortunate to be around like really skillful trainers. Like I like I've seen my fair share. Don't get me wrong, but like the the <laughs> memorable times, they're all great people that I've been around. So I can't. I can't really talk crap about See, the guy. Well, no, I'm not talking crap about. Maybe I'm thinking about like how I was in the military. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe then it was me being that guy. Maybe I'm letting my issues come out right here on the podcast, and I'm just telling the truth about my own. <laughs> is that how you talk to Riley? Riley, is that... Riley is Jay's dog. Is that how you talk to Riley? You're like Riley. No, I since you didn't get. Oh, okay. Riley, Riley has her own voice. Like everybody, everybody has a voice for their dog, right? Absolutely, yeah. Is that weird? No, I don't think so. Mine, like mine, I'm kind of like, hey, baby, like almost no, like no, no. Spanish. No, no, you accent. speak for the dog. 
I'm not talking about how you speak to the dog. Everybody lets their dog answer them. You I know you know what I'm talking about. Like when the dog does something like, you know, responding to you. Like, I don't want to eat that. You know, or something like that. Everybody responds to their dog because their dog can't talk. I know this I've is never a real done thing. that. I've never I'm done that. I'm not alone in this. I've never hmm. made a voice for a dog before. So, like, if you had a dog named, like, Skip, then, like... Hi. <laughs> What's up, Dad? You gonna have some... Who will we go for food? <laughs> no, see... You would give a dog a voice? No, no. Am I I've weird? never... I don't think you're weird. I think you're just very creative and you have a, a lot going on up there. And, <laughs> like, nice way of saying you're bad shit. You crazy, man. What can stop talking for your dog? I do, man. I've never like, done that. If I met your dog and it was like a big lumber, I'll be like, hello, buddy. You know, and like, you're hard, man. <laughs> I, I get a voice. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're like, you're a man. Maybe my, like, my pitch isn't, is there? I feel like I have one pitch for every single dog. And like, if it's, if it's a boy dog, I'm like, what's up? It's and not it's a man a girl, thing. It, no. It's, I'm a cartoon. Like I, I have such a range in idiot voices. You know, this, Yes. like I, I, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I just have to give things voices. I don't know why. That's true. Speaking of rhyme or reason, that makes me think of some of your tracks that you've dropped. I wish we we should play those in the background music or something. Hmm. Or I actually can here. We can turn on one here for a moment. I believe. Bear with me. All that voice talk kind of reminds me of like my mom too. Like she'd be yelling at me and my brothers because we would do something like stupid. You know, we were kids, and like the phone would ring and like. We would run to pick up the phone. We were like, hell yeah, we're getting out of the screaming session. So we would run to go pick up the phone. And of course, it would be for my mom. So my mom would be yelling at us, like mouthing all these words. And then I'd be like, mom, it's for you. She'd stop immediately, like veins pulsing, like face all red. And she'd be like, hello. Like, See, that's the mom voice. Dude, I tell, I tell people this all the time. The mask. The mask phenomenon is real. That's why it's the logo. If you answer the phone and your voice sounds different than it was two seconds ago, mm. it's not you. You have multiple personalities and you got to remember them all. My, my mom does actually. She has a bulldog personality and she has like a golden retriever personality. The two. And if like you cat dog, like two ends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, cartoon? Yeah, I remember the cartoon, but Vaguely. like. Yeah, I remember uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog more. That was weird, wasn't it? It was very dark. Very dark. But you learned a lot. Like, don't go in the middle of nowhere at night by yourself. Or you're going to run into Marge and whatever wait, his wait, name wait, wait, was. Wait. Was was that something you needed to be taught? <laughs> yeah, man. Curiosity runs deep in this little gal. Dude, no. That's like. Sticking your tongue in the electric socket just because you haven't done it before. Did you ever do that with batteries? Like the square ones? <laughs> put, put them in an electric socket? No. Hey, no. Uh, camera. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, well, so the square batteries with the octagon. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's a nine volt. Yeah, you'd put it on your you tongue. you put it on your tongue. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, I'm with you, but that took a jump that left out tongue it just went from battery to lights or lights like at the battery and i'm like are you cramming nine volts in the wall isn't it exciting always an adventure you never really know with me you know <laughs> licking wall sockets and batteries and yeah, bouncing off the wall yeah you're insane we would do it all in loots i mean like, oh yeah i do all that kind of stuff growing up dude we were outside like from whenever everyone would get off of school until it was dark and then during the summer like we Don't ate, go in the house. No, we ate oranges for lunch. Like, we had orange trees all over by our house. Same. So like, that's what I did. Yeah, man. That's all we would have. We have like, grapefruit, tangerine, and orange. And I like tangerines the best. Mm. Grapefruits kind of suck. Yeah, they weren't good. Not that great. Needs um, sugar. Navel oranges, I don't really care about them. I prefer a tangerine, uh, honestly. Yeah, well, but the navel orange is a weird fruit. It's got a that belly button. 
Yeah. Well, that's perfect for the starting of your peel. Oh. You know. To me, it looks like someone's dirt star. Think? I'm scared. You don't know what a dirt star is? No. Come on. Uh, is it Instagram, like a can somebody tell us what a dirt star is? Hell, a phone a friend. Caroline's phone a friend. phoning a friend. Phoning a friend on dirt star. Can someone... Is, Someone had to tell me what uh, that's what she said meant. I was I was oh, a freshman, no. I think, when I figured it out. But it also came out when I was freshman. But yeah, I yeah. never knew. I want you to think hard about where someone's dirt star would be. Is it like a like? A, I don't want to sound like a little kid or anything like <laughs> immature, but is it like a skid mark? It's your butthole. Oh, okay. So close enough. A dirt star. Is that- Think about it. When you look at it, what does it look like? A dirty little star. Yeah. I'm sorry, but when you said uh, a dirt star, I thought of the Death Star, and all I could think about <laughs> was Star Wars. Can you imagine the dirt star is next <laughs> to the Death Star? And it's like where all the poor people in space have to live. It's where all the workers <laughs> on the Death Star actually go home to. The dirt star. The dirt star is just a black hole. Darth Vader's a bigot. He <laughs> orders all his workers to come in from the dirt star. <laughs> I, I bet that planet would smell. Oh man, very, dirt very star, badly. worst, worst smell. Very bad. You don't want to live in the dirt star. No, that's the pit. Dirt star is the pits. I'd rather live in loot. God bless Lutz. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about, by the way. We talk to the world, and every time you say that, it, it's not a city anybody knows. I'm about to stand up and grab this mic and tell <laughs> everyone what? what it is. You're going to, like, Hulk Hogan it? I'm going to nicely tell everyone. No, no, it's a country town. Florida is Alabama with a glazed coating. Yeah, pretty much. Just like yeah. Krispy Kreme donuts. It's a Krispy Kreme donut. It's a covered in, like, ocean. Around the edges. Oh, and the hole in the middle where there's not much insanity is Disney World. And then there's still insanity. It's just a different kind. Oh. It's actually diverse in Orlando. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Like, it, a little too diverse. No, no one, I'd rather people it be drive diverse. On the, people drive on the wrong side of the street. I swear. Like, I don't care about that. I just mean like there's more cultures in Orlando. Like there's a larger diverse community than where we live. I feel like... For how small Orlando is, is very spread out though. Like there's a lot of parts of Orlando. Yeah. Um, but we could tell people all about the geography of where we live and bore the shit out of them, or we could tell them why we're alive. Do you want me to tell them, or would you like to tell them? I don't feel free, man. I don't feel like working. Oh, shit. Yeah, you Friday do. Friday night. I'm you do have your drink in your hand. You're yeah, leaning back. Coffee. I'm a, fuck, I don't have to do anything right now. All right. Well, I'm not as like professional as Jay. Um, you know, he's had a lot of camera time, so his words just naturally flow. The facial expressions go well with it. Let's not even mention the beard. Uh, the beard I'll, is pretty phenomenal. Yes, I'll never have one. But um, do you want one? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Shaving my legs is enough. Shaving my legs is enough. I might just stop doing that too. Just kidding. Ew. You know that's actually a trend with uh, some females like around my age. I don't care. Stop dude. shaving the pits, man. Why? But why do they do it? Um, I, honestly, like, what is the purpose of shaving your armpits besides? Up, straight up, if I got hairy pits, like I'm self-conscious about it. Like, if my hair, you were told to be. Yeah, I well, that's definitely the societal norm, like where I live. Doesn't orangutan worry about the hair under its pits? <laughs> Not unless he's got orangutan bugs. Orangutan doesn't worry about a lot. But think about it, dude. It's true. You're only worrying about the natural hair under your arm until somebody tells you you shouldn't have it or look bad because it's there. How ignorant is that? It literally is growing out of your own body, and you should hate it. Yeah, I mean, but I got to be honest, like, if I got to have an option between having it and not, like, I would definitely choose not. I would just be like, be gone. You wouldn't wouldn't do, like, the, like, full-on, like, tuft? (laughs) Like, caveman style? Yeah, like, you remember that cartoon, (laughs) Ah, Real Monsters? And they had that one that carried his eyes around like this? Like, his (laughs) eyes were in his hands, and he had armpit hair. Oh, okay. I probably have seen it, but um, yeah, no, I cannot, I cannot recall. 
I think of that movie without a paddle when they meet the treehouse girls. What in the hell is that? Oh my god, what? Without a paddle? That movie? Well, I mean, I've I've heard that term before, but I didn't know that there was a show. Oh, it's it's actually it's a movie, not a show. It's a movie called Without a Paddle with Seth Green and um Dax. Yeah, Jack Shepard. Yeah. Okay. And then the guy from Scooby Doo. I can't. Oh, that's um Son of a bitch. Right. We follow him on Insta. I know. Anyway, Shaggy, cool. what's up, man? Like yeah. zoinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, anyway, y'all, so we're going Insta Live. Um, we're going to be doing this every Friday night. Um, possibly Thursdays, at least on TikToks, we're going to be going live. So if you follow uh, the Tragedy Academy or my account on TikTok, you guys can follow us there, too, on Thursday nights. Um, Thursday night lives are going to be a little bit more just like free form. Uh, you guys can interact with us, this or that, uh, Friday nights, we're usually going to have guests, but since it was like our first official run, we're just keeping it, keeping it local with me and Jay and maybe Gary, Gary, if he, uh, yeah, if, comes he's, up if he's out there today, um, but, you did a great job at that. I think that's oh. exactly what we're doing. Oh, heck yeah. So every Friday. Uh, 6 p.m. You guys tune in. We're going to be going live. Uh, if you guys have anything to say or want us to talk about anything, I think we're both super educated and funny. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I love that you just put that out there for us. You're like, oh, they we're super educated and funny. Well, I figured they were thinking it, and so I just wanted to say it to put it in concrete so they didn't have to feel like on the edge on either one. But, um, yeah, man, catch us live. We're really just trying to get the word out, spread positivity, spread a couple laughs for your Friday night. Um, we'll be doing a couple of like different themes or whatnot. Like I said, have different guests too. So, yeah, in the past, we've you, you guys all know that we've done you know anything from LGBTQ to gang violence to um, mental health to you know World Series pictures, UFC fighters. Um, we believe that all of us are in this together and that the commonality is that everybody is living with the human condition. Um, I think that that has an actual meaning. Um, when people say the human condition, to me, it means that we are different from everything around us because we do suffer. We suffer from a mental illness, one that creates the needs for things shames guilts there and again the animal doesn't care about the hair under its armpits that's our condition which one's mentally ill the one yelling at their armpit or the one that's just continuing with their day the one rubbing razor blades up against their armpit yeah about it understood right i mean i'm not i'm not saying like go grow your pair but i mean there's something to be said about which one has a mental issue? The one taking it out of their pits with a with a piece of metal, you know, and trying not to get seen by others with it, covering it up, you know, or just letting it be there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. I've seen some pretty crazy apes too. Well, I they mean, they go they go insane for some bananas if they're on the other side of the glass. Did you not see? Sh- Shaq. Shaq actually got attacked by an ape, I'm pretty sure. No, um, I think he, I did see a story where he says that he was on um, Impulsive, uh-huh. right? And he was talking about how every time he goes to the zoo, the gorillas fucking freak out and stare at him. They're like, mm. you know, like looking at him because he's so big. Like... They probably, but by the way, he seems to be like one of the nicest and funniest dudes on the planet. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard like the tone of his voice change. He's always like calm and just like he's he's like cracking a joke and you don't even know he's cracking a joke until you're laughing. You're like, why am I laughing? And you're like, oh, this guy is hilarious. Just, I could sit and watch him watch Charles Barkley. Everything that Charles Barkley says makes him laugh or think about what he said. Like it's it's funny just to watch him watch him. It's Char uh Charles Barkley. It's terrible. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, he's is... always got a mouthful of marbles. Oh, then I don't know who it is. Yeah. At any rate. Makes me want to look him up. No, I, I dig him, man. Um Shaquille O'Neal is is funny in that way, but it's funny you brought up apes. 
we were just watching Chimpire. I want to call it Chimpire, but it's Chimp Empire. I think they missed something there. Yeah, um, definitely. Josh from uh, Florida Man on Florida Man brought it up. He was like, dude, it should be Chimpire. Well, that guy's like, a genius. So. He is, dude. He's like a legit genius. I love him. But we were watching Chimpire and <laughs> Chimp Empire on Netflix. <laughs> Dr. Hogan Shiro, he was on our show. And um, he was telling us about primates and shit like that. And it kind of goes along with what we're saying right now, right? So when you're watching chimps interact with each other, they don't have the same social issues that we have. And he was pointing out that adult chimps play. Adult chimps will be doing their thing. I mean, they legit, they have a job. They've got to look, they got to protect their troop. They're doing all these things. <laughs> but then they're going down like, walking down a path or whatever, and they just start doing cartwheels or rolls. Yeah. The, the, you used the, to do that as a kid, right? The first thing that comes to mind is, like, when you see, like, an old couple or something, or, like, two old friends, you know what I mean? And you see them, like, chasing each other around the house, like, naked or something. You're, like, in their underwear. Camera, dude, you, I, want, I want to see how red your face is. Why are you looking Hold through on. old people's listen, windows? I am not looking no. through them, but they, listen... So when you see an old couple and they look happily in love, like, obviously you're going to be like, man, like, what is one of your secrets? And I feel like I got like, you. what you just said about, like, the chimps still playing and stuff, I literally, like, picture grandma and grandpa or just, like, pinching two, each other on the ass. Yeah, like, running around the house naked, like, you come here, you, yeah. let, me, let me get some. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, though. Yeah, like, I think you get old when you stop doing the things that you used to like to do. Like, if you don't stop mm. doing something, like, you can always do it. Maybe at a lesser One scale. One would say that you become an adult the moment that you're not a child in your mind. Like, once that snaps, all the worry, the yeah. shame, the guilt, the reality that is what we live in now. But mm -hmm. what's the better form of happiness? It's the child's happiness, man. We teach them all the reasons not to love themselves or to question who they are. Yeah, I, um, I've kind of been reconsidering like what I think about like college and stuff like that. When people are like, oh, if you don't know what you want to do, just go to college. Like you'll figure it out. Blah, that's BS, bro. Like when you're a young kid, like I think it's kind of cool to ask a kid like, hey, maybe not what you, do you want to be when you grow up? But like, hey, what do you like? Like. Before that kid's mind and mental views are, like, tainted by the world. like Shaped into something else. Yeah, like, what's what's the one thing that you want to do? Like, don't decide when you get to college. Like, I didn't know right away. Like, I found out, you know, like, maybe mid-college. But I think what you're doing, what you love right now, you didn't get to experience all that, like, childhood stuff. There you stuff. go. So you kind of, like, I feel like you unlearned and then relearned, like, what you really love. So I think at some point, everyone kind of has to do that. Like, they have to unlearn, then learn. And I think, like, your childhood kind of depends on when that happens for you're, you. You're not wrong. Um, I think that we all go through it. And I think that we have all those inputs and reasons not to be kids. Um, but at the end of the day, the only time that we're going to feel fulfilled is when we're chasing that childhood dream or passion. We always go back to it. We always go back to you say, Jay, you're sitting here now doing what you wanted to do before. And you're right. Because we never lose our passion for what we want to do. We gain all the reasons not to do it. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Right? It's always there. It's just got piles of dirt on it. You just keep shoveling it on there. There might be little dust on the bottle. What? In Don't the let hell? it fool you. That was inside. Guys, Come uh, on, we're going to go to commercial. <laughs> Shut up. This is a commercial. Is what happened? Are you like, is this like, are you going to sell me a Dodge truck? What the fuck was that? <laughs> Built Dodge truck or some shit. That's <laughs> Ford Tough. Oh, Ford Tough. I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not in that group of people where I'm, you know, measuring my happiness by how many uh, toyota power toyota power <laughs> if you can't used to be you couldn't say that if you can't dodge it ram it <laughs> what fixer repair daily that was the other one duct tape. <laughs> dude i remember where i grew up if you'd have bought a toyota truck you'd have been run out of town yeah i can i can actually believe it if it wasn't what like a chevy or a ford 
That's it. Dodge, Chevy, or Ford. You did not show up with a foreign car where we grew up. I went to I went to get my Toyota uh, or truck. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I can only imagine if you had like a like a little Kia Soul or something like. You better be. You better be a sixteen year old girl on her birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Back then. But like even then, I feel like well, Kia Souls were pretty cool. Like they made that. Is that that one that's square? Yeah, with the hamster commercial. You can get with this. Are you y'all don't make me sing again. I'm not gonna sing. No, again. no, 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 no. See, because I lived in Japan, and the Cube and all of those came out, like Nissan Cube and the Soul and all that, before they were in the U.S. Because I remember thinking, these fucking what? Are they? These are cool, man. We gotta be like the Legos. <laughs> now they're not yeah. so impressive. We've seen them long enough where I'm just like, Meh. yo, I would actually drive a. I think it's a it's a Scion. TCL or TLC. That's a group from the 90s. I know you were going to, I knew you were going to say that. That's why I said TCL, but I think it's a TLC. It's a square. Uh, Well, there's the Scion TC is the one that is like a little bit like a sports car. Um, I don't know which one. I know what you're talking about. Like it's in that group, the Scion group, Mm -hmm. um, and it's square. When I was, yeah, I would lower that, put a sub, and black out the windows. Or ma- actually, screw the windows. I'd take off the doors. And lo- yeah, no, I'd no, lower it. Never take off the doors. I'd lower it, camber the wheels, mm-hmm. take off the doors, and yeah. it'd be my own, like, pimped out Jeep. So I'll do an old man rant for a second. Um, when, uh, when I was in the Army... We went to this joint training thing in Fort Bragg. It was uh, called like Royal Dragon or Purple Dragon or some crap like that. And um, our first sergeant at the time thought it would be so fucking smart to, because we have to send our Humvees there, like from the 10th Mountain Division. We're going to go down there and we're going to do this big war game simulation, whatever it is. And in order for us to be effective, you know, and, and do the troop movements and everything, we have to have our Humvees too. And um, so we put them on a railroad, right? You load up all the Humvees and you send them down to wherever you're going to go, wherever the deployment's from. So he had this bright idea that we should not put the doors on our Humvees because it's so hot there. I'm going to tell you that I have never been dirtier in my entire <laughs> Dude, the inside. So what you don't know about this place is it's fucking covered in orange clay, like an amount of orange clay that you can't even begin to fathom. So as we're driving down these dusty ass roads with no doors, I've got like an inch thick of orange slit around my face, in my ears, up my ass. The whole is everybody's vehicles look like shit. Your Oompa Loompas. Dude, we were Oompa Loompas, man. Just orange. And it reminds me of the blue song. Um, blue and I don't even know the rest of it. Okay. But hold on. The way you started that story, I thought it was going to be like some like crazy traumatic event. Like, you know, we hit a curb and someone flew out the door and then someone got ran over. No. Man, all this lead up, pissed. and you were like, I was so dirty. I, was, <laughs> I got filthy. Why do you have to say like, I was so dirty? Because. <laughs> like, I, don't say it like that. I thought it was going to be like, man, someone Bro, blew out of the car. Wait a minute. Have you ever cleaned on orange fire. clay out of your ass from a month without a bath? No, but I did play softball for 15 years. And how much does it suck? It, dude, my ankles were stained orange. It took me a year after playing softball mm-hmm. to not have those. You, you ever ankles. tried to get it out of the inside of your car? <laughs> In large doses? No. Stuck to everything? The material, the metal, the inside of your mouth? Everywhere you are. Dude, you can't put the window. You can drive with fucking goggles on because the 10 vehicles in front of you are kicking up a cloud so big that you what to fucking do? That's why you got paid the big bucks. <laughs> no, it was fun. Yeah. That said, it was not the brightest move to take the doors off the vehicles because all of our equipment Ooh, was also you, you ever you, tried to clean a gun that's been sitting in orange? 
I've never cleaned a gun. Yeah, well, there you go. It sucks. The shit was in everything. Give it, uh, give the gun to Forrest Gump. He'll <laughs> he'll take it apart, clean it for you, put it back together. Bro, that's faster see? than anyone else mm, in the squad. You're going back into my wheelhouse of the thought process behind why we can't do things. I think intelligence hinders us. I think it creates too many questions and hides the answers. The simple things. Yeah. I think that when he sits down in front of that weapon and takes it apart and puts it back together real fast, he's like, don't drop that. Or whatever the <laughs> fuck he says, right? Yeah. It's because he's not thinking about what the drill sergeant thinks of him or his buddy next to him. Or am I going to do it faster? Or is there, you know, is this the one that's going to get me promoted? Or is this the time that, you know, I'm going to fuck up and have to get this? None of that shit's going through dude's head. He's just going, gun. Take apart, put together. That's how Bubba was, too. Bubba the, was just thinking about shrimp. He did fucking talk about a lot of weird shrimp videos. Yeah, but that's why him, him and Forrest... I'm starting to get that's like why an Alabama That's why him and Forrest got along, though, because they were both, like, simple-minded. And, you know, I got... So I have a big family, and my brother Wesley and Andrew, like, they're opposite. Like, Andrew is very, like, thought process-oriented. Like, he has... Andrew's pretty chill. Andrew, Andrew's super chill. Like... You can tell him anything, and he'll let you know what he believes, but he won't discredit, uh, like, what you had to say. You That's know a rare I mean? quality in people. It, it is very rare. A lot of people want to argue about it, but he is very, like, analytical. He'll think about it this way, that way, that way, and then do it a totally different way than even thinking about it. But my brother Wesley, like, he looks at it, and he's already doing it. And so, like, he problem solves as he goes. But Andrew... Andrew problem solves before it happens, and he gets stuck in his head, so... Yeah, I, both have their downsides. I think ignorance is bliss when it comes to that. You know, I've got to be honest, man. Ignorance is not a bad thing in some areas. Hmm. Because it's not ignorance isn't stupidity. Ignorance is... Somebody just said that blonde is cute. How about <laughs> you? Who is it? Who is it? Oh uh, my god, that's my Adrian. That's my Adrian. That's your Adrian. That's I don't my know. niece. Oh, it's your niece. Yes, <laughs> she cuts my hair. So if you guys need a haircut, Adrian Shepherd, that's your girl. Right? She I went need through a school. That's why I have to wear a hat so much. My nah, shit gets man. out of control. Sorry, most yeah, whatever. You got fine hair. I do. Dude, have good if hair. I can wear my hair like this, I have to have a. I have to have a shape up. I don't like it when, like, I have neck hair and all that stuff. And plus, dude, something happens to dudes at, like, the age of 40 or 35 or something. And you sneeze, and your fucking ears grow hair like a Play-Doh Fun Factory. Like, overnight, dude, you'll have, like, one rogue hair that shows up, like, a centimeter long. I want to put a time-lapse camera on that bitch. Yeah, actually, like, and I'm going to, like, totally just swallow my pride on this one but like around age maybe like 26 25 i got my first chin hair <gasps> yeah did bro. you freak and, and, well i started wondering like how long has this fucker been here <laughs> like <laughs> has nobody told me yeah am i the only one who can see this like this thing is so like thick it has texture now like you can see it like well we used to call uh, you chin PTSD. again begin again every time we saw you um, we just didn't oh, say did it out you? loud. Did yeah. you? That's probably why yeah, I grew you were that the, hair. You were the crimson chin. <laughs> Shut up. You can, when the when the light hit it just right, you can see the reflection. You You're can really see the reflection. Chin. What was that from fucking Fairly Odd Parents or whatever? <laughs> the crimson chin. Oh my gosh, yes. And <laughs> the chin like came out to here. Yeah, it was like, like a, a fist or chin. something. Yeah. I remember the kid with the boil, and the boil would, like, talk, talk. to him. <laughs> Timmy, turn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, uh, that was the teacher. Yeah. I forget Professor What's-His-Nuts. Exactly. That's, That's his, his technical name. name. Yeah. Professor What's-His-Nuts. Were, uh, were you a Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? So, unfortunately, what? I didn't have either. Yeah, I was about to say. I guess I was a little but different. But now, time. as an adult, so I did have Nickelodeon for a little while when I lived with my dad and my stepmom. And I loved, like, You Can't Do That on Television, which you probably never saw. Mm -mm. Um, 
you know, all of the 90s, late 80s, like, skit shows that were on there, like, Salute Your Shorts and shit like that. They were fun. Like, they were like Saturday Night Live for kids, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what I liked about Nickelodeon. Um, and then, well, they had, like, Rocco's Modern Life, Doug. Doug was amazing. I remember Doug. He wore underwear. Oh, that was when he was Quail Man. Oh my gosh, that was the sequel? No. Like there was one before? No, 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 no. He had a a comic book hero that he invented because Doug liked to draw. Mm -hmm. And so one of his imaginary things that he would do is he would be Quail Man. Oh, okay. And Quail Man wore his his fucking tidy whities over his pants and had a belt on his forehead that looked like the front of a quail. Okay, yeah. Now I'm... (laughs) Now I'm following you. I had forgotten that they called him Quail Man, though. I just thought he was Doug. And he had a dog. I remember he had Yes, a dog. he did have a dog. And then uh, his friend was Skeeter and then Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> Patty Mayonnaise was the girl he had a crush on. Okay. Who wouldn't have a crush on a girl named Patty Mayonnaise? I don't know, man. Where I grew up, that wouldn't have been something that they wanted to be called. I don't think any, any woman does. I don't know. Mayonnaise? Mayonnaise? Uh... I mean, like mayonnaise isn't the worst I don't condiment. Be Miss you know? mayonnaise. I I'd be mayo. Miss I'd mayo? shorten it to mayo. You <laughs> would. Hey, mayo. Patty mayo. Pat mayo. Soup and mustard. Get in the house. Yeah, honestly, like a burger is not a burger without some mayonnaise. Ew. Uh, you have you ever had? Have you tried to eat a? Could you be any whiter? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> what no. the fuck was that? I mayo I... on a burger. Yeah, well, I mean, you put mayonnaise, you put ketchup, you can put mustard, and that's really it. Like, but if you have a hot dog, like, it's mayonnaise, ketchup, and relish. Whoa, 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 you so, put mayo on your hot dog? No. What? Ma- mustard, you- mustard, ketchup, and relish. Those are that the hot I'm dogs. with you on. I thought you just said you put mayonnaise on your fucking No, only hamburgers. That's what I'm saying. Like, mayonnaise goes on hamburgers. No, it's you know what mayonnaise is? Egg. Yeah, just give me a whole egg on it. Don't slather that processed shit. You ever done like an over easy egg on your, a fried egg on your burger? I think that is extra as, oh, I don't think you need a, a minute, but egg you'll on your burger. Eggs that have been smooshed around in a bucket and added processed shit to and slather that on your burger, but you won't take a fucking egg and crack it over it. Which one's better? Which one's better like for that you? Is. I like mayonnaise better. But the eggs taste different. Like, I think when you have a full egg on the burger, like, you're taking away from the taste of the burger. You're enhancing the flavor. The mayonnaise, you enhance the flavor. Mayonnaise is an enhancer. An egg is its own thing. Like, you wouldn't just catch me eating mayonnaise. I feel like mayo is eggs eggs is mayo but they taste different you just want your egg to have the shit kicked out of it before it gets to your burger hell yeah it's called working smarter not harder they do all the process they do all the processing yeah, for me cracking an egg is so much work <laughs> yeah uh some people cannot crack an egg man they got shells all in that uh, crap i've had shelly eggs before shelly eggs are bad also that's a funny name i want to meet somebody <laughs> named shelly eggs patty oh, my- my name is Shelly X, and my name is Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. We All do. about condiments. <laughs> oh, yo, do you trust the condiments, like, at 7-Eleven? You know how they have no. <laughs> I do. Well, I do don't. Do you trust public condiments? I don't, but I use them <laughs> anyway. Like Public condiments, like the ones that are sitting out there for everybody to dip a spoon in? <laughs> Yeah, I have before. So, like, with Andrew, like, sometimes we're just going back and forth with jobs. Like, I I help my brother with landscaping. And so I'll stop at 7-Eleven to, like, go pee or get a drink. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I want a hot meal. (laughs) So I go. So I go over. You're a construction worker. I I don't eat a ton of 7-Eleven food, but the buffalo chicken roller? Yeah. Fucking on point. Absolutely, and even their um, requires no mayo. Yeah, even their little uh, the. <laughs> but you could add it on there if you wanted to, because they get a little spicy, so the and mayo will calm it, it down. No. 
the fuck are you doing? How much mayo do you have at home? If it's Dukes, we we got it all. Dukes is so good. Worst name for fucking condiment. Duke. I might name my I'm next dog put, that. No, you're going to put Duke on your burger. Dukey. <laughs> so that's all my I Dukey think. burger. I'm going to take a Duke. <laughs> this took a fucking really bad turn. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Mayonnaise, I think people either love it or hate it. And if you hate it, I doesn't mean that I hate I you. I still love you. I mind it in like an egg salad. Oh, it's that. That's eggs on eggs. Mm -hmm. That's egg on egg crime, man. Dude, I could, I'd rather have mayonnaise and ketchup, I think. Like. Yes. Uh, like if, if. So there's always that thing, like you have three things and you have to get rid of two. Like I would get rid of mustard and ketchup before i got rid of mayonnaise because mayonnaise is so versatile like you can put it in you put it in so many things to I'm, moisten it up i'm but what what a lot of people don't like the word moist i no, think that's why you no, just said that, that. You know, I'm, I'm i'm just i'm baffled at the amount of mayo that you're consuming maybe i don't consume that much and that's why i enjoy it because i know when to consume it you don't it's not like um, that hot sauce or the grandma commercial when she's like, that A1 sauce, I put that shit on everything. Like, that's not how mayonnaise is. I uh -huh. don't put that on -uh. everything. Dipping your strawberries in it. I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like powdered sugar. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Stirring it in your coffee <laughs> instead of creamer. Uh, that would be gross. Some people do uh, butter, butter in their coffee. They'll do like a half a That's stick. That's the fattest thing I've ever heard for breakfast. It's called bulletproof coffee. Um, they put butter in their coffee? Yeah, actually, I think the- or butter as part of the beans and then the process. Oh, the person is on here. No, I think like butter in the coffee. So you make the coffee and then instead of creamer or something, you put butter in there and that, that sounds melts. so fat. You're not supposed to eat breakfast with it. But that is like, it's called bulletproof coffee because it lasts forever and you don't get hungry because you just ate a stick of butter. This just sounds on it. What I'm thinking of, all right, so everybody's got this phenomenon in their house where the stick of butter becomes slowly mangled over time. <laughs> like it gets peeled or cut off in pieces, but occasionally. <laughs> There's those, that sad piece that's wrapped over the end like it's supposed to be sterile. Mm -hmm, right. And like all I can think of is, like, you know, you know, you do like, you ever seen somebody rub a stick of butter on like toast, mm -hmm. like an asshole, like, like they're coloring fucking paper. <laughs> yes. Another way to ruin the stick for everybody. Right. But all I can think of is that stick with the paper peeled back stirring my coffee oh my god while it while it melts you fill yeah, up the like, package it's like you're peeling the paper back and dunking it in your coffee like a dirty wax covered twinkie no i don't think this is a this isn't a a dip or a dunk i think this is a full cannonball you oh, just throw that just drop, so do you drop like a stick or like a tablespoon. No, it just depends on like what you're trying to do, how long it's trying to last you. The kid that uh, told me about it, he was big on like this caveman diet. All he ate was meat and vegetables, and he was like, "I have coffee." Oh, Mr. Paleo. Yeah, he was like, "I have coffee and veg or coffee and butter in the morning." And he was like, "That's my breakfast." But dude, this guy was ripped, and well, he was smart. Me. I know. I was like, I can, I'll get ripped too, but I'm not gonna drink butter. Like, I never even tried it I though, so I butter. can't knock it. I don't love butter that much to be dipping in my. Cup. All right, so we've covered mayonnaise, we've covered butter. This is what the other? least productive episode we've had in a long time. Yeah, now, and we need it though. The break is important. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why we're doing it this way, and we want to include people. So as we're doing the interviews with our guests and we're handling the heavy topics. You'll get a chance to see it live time and then catch the release of the edited episode later if you don't get to see the full thing. Um, that's honestly what we're doing right now is, you know, enjoying ourselves, but also setting a cadence for everybody to be able to follow along with us. I mean, it doesn't happen without you guys being here. We just like talking into a fucking tin can then. <laughs> Might as well be. Uh, oh, is that, did you just say that when you looked at me? Is that, were you saying it, it's kind of like talking into a tin can when you talk to me? 
Why? Why would I say that? I don't know, because you looked at me when you said that. Well, didn't you tell me that today you were talking through a cup and a string? No, I just seen the video. I'm much more complex than that. No, no, don't lie to me. You've got cups and strings connecting the rooms in your house. I'm not smart enough for that, man. I'm not that uh, tech savvy. Not that tech savvy? Nope. <laughs> cups and strings cups, cups and, and strings. strings we are the cups and strings of podcasting yes that is actually a, a trick that i didn't learn when i was younger cups you weren't and poor enough <laughs> i get i mean we did go fishing at a spillway and eat the brim that we caught though oh, who didn't eat brim poor uh, people always right. eat brim all right. yeah, catfish actually... you just don't eat bass no we would eat bass we Ew. wouldn't eat the catfish that was that was the one thing we my dad would actually like it was kind of mean. He'd leave it on the sidewalk and let it let it die. No, because he considers it to be invasive. Yeah, my dad loves fishing though. Like he thinks bass are beautiful. Like yeah, my dad would go back. Them. He'd go back to the same spot and try to catch the same bass. bass tastes like shit, right? Like I grew up on Lake Okeechobee mm -hmm. and bass fishing capital, and I've never sat and ate bass. We always mm -hmm. unhooked it and threw that bitch right back in the water. I think bass is pretty good. Sea bass is better. Sea bass is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Chilean sea bass, amazing. So we are not the Chilean sea bass of podcasts. We are the brim. Hey. The <laughs> bluegill, bluegill are pretty bluegill pretty. Podcasts. They're pretty cool, though. Bluegill. Why did we become like Gander Mountain for some fucking reason here? You, what are you hee-hawing up the podcast? Because you're hanging out with loots. <laughs> <laughs> no. We gravitate towards uh, certain subjects and whatnot. Right? Okay, well, I appreciate you sitting in today, Caroline, yep. and I hope that everybody gets a chance to listen to our nonsense, but also takes away that we're going to start a new cadence. We do lives every Friday at 6 p.m. We're going to do lives that are strictly for Insta and TikTok on Thursdays. So you're going to mm -hmm. see live broadcasts on Friday. You're going to be able to interact with lives on social media on Thursdays. So mark your calendars, get down with it. We're going to have fun. Appreciate you. we got lots of cool guests lined up. We're still starting Bars and Scars is coming up. Mm. And uh, some more announcements about the Creative Impact Network. So very much appreciated. We love all of you. We appreciate the support. And remember, everybody, be cool and keep learning. Mm.